On this week's show, we do a spoiler-free review of Guardians of the Galaxy, and then we do an extended discussion of the upcoming 2014 Food and Wine Festival. This is These Amazing Places. This is show 285 for the week of August 4th. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to be with you again. As I said before, we'll be having a uh, spoiler-free review of the Guardians of the Galaxy film. And also, uh, we're going to do an extended discussion about everything that is Food & Wine 2014. Uh, I also wanted to just remind you, we'd love to hear from you at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. We'd also love if you would go out and subscribe to us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces. We're always looking for extra subscribers out there. Also, uh, get out there and follow us and give us a review on iTunes. And last but not least, please get out there and follow us on Twitter. You can find us at twitter.com slash amazingplaces. Talk to you soon. percentage i don't know 12 percent. 12 percent that's a fake laugh it's real totally fake that is the most real authentic hysterical laugh of my entire life because that is not a plan Okay, everybody. Uh, I'm back with Cameron and Adam, and we got something a little different for you that we've, I think, never done before, and that is a movie review. And this is over a movie that just we all three felt as though this has to be reviewed. So um, I saw it yesterday, and uh, Cameron and Adam saw it today. Actually, Cameron just got back. So how are you doing, guys? Great. Yeah, pretty good. Good. Cameron still sounds like he's a little shell-shocked or something, maybe. Anyway, that movie that we're going to be reviewing will be Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, I don't know if we're going to get into spoilers. I know that what I'm going to say should not get into any kind of spoilers. Um, If we start to head that direction, or if it sounds like uh, I will play a siren or something in the recording, (laughs) I'll do something to let everybody know. Oops, spoiler alert. So, anyway... uh, all right, so here's what I wanted to say. I'll lead it off, and uh, I guess I was surprised. Everybody has heard the a lot of the music that's come out of the movie. Uh, Hooked on a Feeling is one of those songs uh, that I remember thinking, Huga Chaka, Huga Huga, and thinking when I was just young. That was in 74. I was 11 years old, and thinking, what the heck is this that they're playing on the radio? It was so weird sounding, until it went into the rest of the song. And uh, anyway, so... I was happy to hear that it wasn't just this music wasn't just a soundtrack for the movie with no meaning behind it, but they actually gave meaning to the reason why you're hearing this music. And so right off the bat, I loved the fact that they managed to do that. So what do you guys think about that? Well, okay, I'm not going to give anything away, but it plays into the storyline. That's what the whole storyline's about, and I think it 
helped to introduce something that was more than our usual um, just music big playing behind orchestra, them, right? big orchestra score. Like um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm gonna bring in some history here, and, and Disney now owns it. Star Wars, 1977. George Lucas did not want to create a Star Wars sci-fi movie with um, 70s style pop band uh, soundtrack. He wanted it to be orchestrated like professional orchestra. John Williams comes in, bam, the soundtrack's amazing, and that's what helped string the movie. At the same time, Marvel now, I think, has decided because of the storyline of the music that they should bring this in. But, you know, it still had the soundtrack there that still completely added to it. I mean, I'm not going to describe the scene, but there's a scene with Groot. You guys can probably talk about it. Think, think in your heads without giving it away. They kind of showed previews of it on some of the trailers where there's music playing in the background. And you're like, man, this is an amazing scene. But without that music, it's, you know, still there. So, I don't know. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, and I don't think this is a spoiler because somebody's definitely going to have to figure it out. But um, um, George Lucas, they managed to slip some George Lucas stuff into there, didn't they? Into the movie? Did you guys catch it? Uh, Not into I got to think about it. Into the <laughs> end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and so if you look up the history on that, and maybe, you know what? People just have to kind of figure that out, what it is. So Yeah. Um, but I at well, least found that funny that they that they brought that back around. Anyway. Yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> it was completely surprising to me. I actually had to yeah. dig back into the recesses of my brain and say, "Who is that?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so stay for the stay for the cut scenes, everybody. Yes, stay for yeah. the cut scenes. That's a good way of putting it, and see if you so, remember this. Yeah. So speaking of funny. Um, you know, this movie portrayed its funniness more so than any of the other stuff. What do you guys think about the comical aspect or the lack of comical aspect in some regard compared to what are the... You know, I love it. I love it whenever they do that in any film because it kind of breaks that tension of darkness. and uh, Which is how life works most of the time. Everybody goes through dark periods or dark moments, but then there's always the lighthearted times too, and it kind of helps you to sustain to get through, you know, get through the dark times because you know. And I think the movie followed a lot of that pattern, that there was that that break in the tension so that you could continue on to the next part. It was a kind of segue to get to the next, you know, part of the story. I thought the humor was great. I mean, I was really surprised by it. And like, it's just kind of a more how humans handle things you know we would handle things with humor probably naturally anyway so it's just some of the situations that get themselves in are kind of ridiculous and they kind of reference how ridiculous that it is like the raccoon you gotta love the raccoon he's like my favorite character in the movie he's the best well did you guys really feel like too um and i know we talked about this a little bit off mic that you really got to know these characters uh, much better than you've gotten to know just in this one film much better than you've gotten to know any of let's say the Avengers characters in all of the movies that have come out with them yes absolutely yep yeah I, I really I, felt like I mean you felt a cohesiveness too amongst them when they're all in the room together um, 
and I still don't feel that with the Avengers. I still feel like this tension all the time amongst them. Like an ego type of, of attention. Not just with Tony Stark, but everybody has their point of view and they want to just focus on it and that's all. Well, I guess that's the difference between this this sort of shoot-off and the other shoot-off of Avengers. You know, there's kind of... They exist in the same universe, but they're sort of different. You know, like, they're they're different. I don't know how to describe Like, this is, it. like, smaller. You know what I mean? That's a good... Like, smaller. Avengers is so big. Well, the thing Even the storylines are... Because these guys are of the galaxy, and the Avengers are really... I mean, I know that they take places... Take part in other places in the galaxy... But the main storyline only happens on Earth. Yeah. True. And, and that's funny you would say that. Yeah, that the one yeah. story is so much bigger than the other. And, and but it, it's true, but at the same time, I was surprised that the story itself, not, you know, the story of the, Gal- of the Guardians, yes, but the story of the whole, the first movie, I was surprised to see so many other things involved. I mean, other worlds, other planets, other... I mean, it just seemed like yeah. it was like There's a like start. multiple bad guys, too, yeah. right? Sense. Well, yeah, but it, mul- and it truly did take place multiple. in the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. The bad so. guys were, like, fighting each other, too. It was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Which is sort different. of what I think appealed to me in Avengers was the good guys were fighting each other. And that's what was kind of cool, because it wasn't just, you know, one bad guy versus one good guy. It actually was a bunch of stuff, but that's... Yeah. I don't know. Come on, though, you had you had to love the dancing sequences, and oh yeah, the, is it uh, the Footloose? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really? yeah, there's so many references in it. That's just hilarious. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like pop culture references in this one. Yeah, exactly. The but they, yeah, they just so well, of course, link into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, what, and what's I, going what, on? I really felt like too, uh, when I watched the first Star Wars. Not episode one, but it would be episode, what, four. Uh, I really felt like a, a human connection to Han Solo. Uh, only because I've always spent my whole life, it seems like, fixing things to just keeping keep things working. When you don't always have all the parts and all the right amount of money and all that. Han Solo was kind of like that to me. He was always, he loved his ship and he had great pride in his ship. But it was old and he was always fixing things and keeping things running. But it was his and he knew how to kind of keep it going. I had the, I felt the same thing here out of uh, with Star Lord. I felt that same connection. Yeah, I agree, and that's what I think helped bring Star Wars in the in the time and in the culture of that. Helped what bring Star Wars through through that and what made people like it. So, well, it, it did with polished. me. Yeah, it yeah. did with me. Unpolished. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go into that. What's your favorite character? Was that your favorite character? Uh, well, you know, I have to say, I didn't really have, um, cause I liked, cause they're all, they were all differed in yep. so many ways. Like I never thought that I would, I thought Groot would just be a, um, fixture kind of, cause yeah. I mean, yeah, he doesn't you know, have a lot of dialogue and stuff, but they even managed to give huge depth to that character. So there were parts where I loved that character. There were parts where I loved, um, uh, Star-Lord. There were parts when I loved each one of them, and they kind of well. There were parts when, uh, when you know, when the raccoon spoke, and you heard kind of what his background. Yeah. And you, you yeah, you immediately just thought, wow, yeah, I, I like this character, and so I went through that. I think with each one of them. 
they definitely weren't just like a one or two dimensional character. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. I don't have a same same. I you know I don't have a favorite, but I pick out parts that are my each character as my favorite. I guess to me it's interesting because you think about all right. So right now I have to go on this tangent, but we're rewatching Lost at work, and nice. I'm rewatching it with some people who have never seen it, and of course I'm seeing it like second, third time around, picking out all these things and seeing all the all the stuff. But it's interesting to me in that show how many characters and all the character development they're doing to keep you into the show and all that. But in the Avengers, they've got the shoot-offs, so you got the individual characters in their movies with their in, you know character development there. But in this movie, it's not that way. You can come to grow to know the characters within the movie quick enough that you don't have to worry about the backgrounds and all the stuff that's normally done. But at the same time, I still am left with questions, which I think is what they want you to do. I'm still left at questions where the characters are headed. Okay, we kind of get where they're headed, but like, I want to know more about it. I want to know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but um, I just want to know more about that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I like the fact yeah. that they didn't give you such a solid uh, thing to hook onto to say, yeah, that's absolutely what the next movie is going to be about. They kind of, that's open. It really is open too. To a lot of things and i like that fact that i mean yeah they could go any direction yeah i think they give you a good idea where they're headed but they don't tell you anything else other than that i mean that's a spoiler i'm not gonna say anything but <laughs> um i don't know just it's interesting i guess hmm. <laughs> hard to say without throwing yeah, a spoiler yeah, maybe out there we should, maybe we should break the chain and yeah, it is, it, but it was nice though too, to where they did give you like this uh, variance in uh, the bigness of an entire planet and being on that and what was happening, but also drilling down into you're in one city within that, mm-hmm. within another planet, and things are happening there. So mm-hmm. I like that fact. Yeah. That was that was cool, and that once again reminded me of uh, Star Wars, how it would do that. You could jump yep. between planets. You might see one big planet as just that huge and empty kind of vast and in another place all you're focusing on is one city and what's happening there yeah it's funny how much this this series is i think it's gonna mirror star wars the original yeah i almost thought as i was watching it uh wow what do they need star wars for but (laughs) of course you know that's what's going to be great hopefully is that abrams he's very good at dragging uh, that depth, that depth of um, uh, humanness and stuff, back into a into a story, and that's really what Star Wars needs. And mm-hmm. So hopefully they can do the same thing now with that that they just did with Guardians. Well, I got to be honest with you. I'll tell you why they need Star Wars, and that's so that they can have some characters and new attractions in the parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And, uh, yeah, yeah something that they can build. Because we all know well, they're they... not gonna. Yeah. They had a preview. They had the preview at Hollywood Studios, right? I mean, they got away with that. That's true. That's funny because somebody true. just mentioned that. I was tweeting back and forth with uh, Safari Mike here just a little while ago. I was oh, watching. I was. How is that going? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, we just kind of went okay. back and forth on stuff. Um, I didn't see it all. Yeah. yeah, and he had mentioned that too. That they just showed the movie in Hollywood Studios. But the thing is, is you can pick the movie up and take it away. So basically you're doing nothing but a theater there where something's only temporary, but to build something 
uh, or put a meet and greet in to where something is there every day and people are coming every day to see it would probably become a problem. Otherwise, they wouldn't even be able to show um, um, Guardians or Avengers or any of that stuff at that AMC theater on uh, at Disney Downtown Disney. It's funny because while you guys were, I was waiting for you. I was reading through, through some of those tweets, and I started reading the legal <laughs> document. I read the, I was reading the legal document between. Oh, you um, had? Yeah, it's online. Oh, okay. Uh, I, if you do, if you go Google it, it's it's all there. It's now, from oh, did you read? Because I know that Jim Hill had talked about not within. They can't do anything within yeah, two hundred. I thought it was miles. only certain properties, though. That's what I thought. I don't, well, I don't think. It, yeah, that's here, pretty. Yeah, it doesn't say in the legal. It just says Marvel Entertainment. Yep. Uh, what's it say? Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe. That's all it says. So. Which means it can, can be anything. Yeah. Very smart. But did it say? Did it give you a, a range? Because I know Jim Hill had said 250 miles of the Florida parks. Well, here's the thing. It, it was all based on the opening of the second park. It's not even labeled as Islands of Adventure in the document because this is before that was built. Um, it's called the second park, and it just says the range only in regard to um, limiting after a certain amount of time and a different. You know, like it, it, it goes through a ton of crap. Like you know, three years after the park's open, yeah, it limits it to 300 miles and it's just a bunch of stuff but there's no ending date to it there's nothing on there that tells oh, you oh it doesn't end. expire really no, right no that's what, yeah. it doesn't say anything oh, about it that's why God. they have if to, there was a date then that's it you know that's I mean? why they have to come up they have to come up with a different game plan than just thinking oh. how do we stick it in the Walt disney world park can they they can't throw money at them huh or they could nah. well they yeah i'm sure they've already offered them uh six television stations they've offered comcast like ESPN and probably all that stuff, but you know what? It's well, all that, that's all that dead weight. That would be weight. crazy. ESPN like to Comcast for yeah. that. That's crazy. Why would they care? Right. I mean, well, that's all trending downward now as far as that. So why would they? Yeah. Hey, talk about trading for a dead horse. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the, ES, well, the, ES, the ESPN stuff's not that profitable. Right? No, neither is ABC though. Well, I don't know. ESPN's pretty big. It's it's yeah, big, it's, but. I don't know as far as money. That would be crazy if Com- Comcast on ABC. That'd be just nuts because they built NBC and Yeah. I mean, ESPN just built like a second campus. I mean, they're pretty much they're spending money and they're making money. So yeah, yeah. It's sports huge. Is, sports is pretty. It's big. Money. Yeah, I think they're still the number one leader. They've been the number one leader for a while. But what else is it? Oh, there's Fox Sports. Okay, we're talking about sports. Yeah. yeah, so let's just, okay. Yeah, anyway, um, All right. okay, so generally, everybody Swing loved this movie. Oh, yes. yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I, mean, I it think was just it, great entertainment from beginning to end. It's, it's trending toward probably 90 to $100 million for the weekend. Wow. That's, That's just good. domestically. Well, it's good to see a good movie do well, you know? It's yeah. Cool. Yep, and I, I don't know. It's lighthearted, too. I just, I mean, I know it has its, a lot of dark parts, but it's also... Lighthearted in a lot of areas, it makes you laugh. So you don't come out of there feeling. Who, okay. Who played, who played the bad guy? I couldn't figure out who it was. The what's his name? Uh, Ronan. Yeah. Ronan. Yeah. Who played him? I know who plays Thanos, but not Ronan. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look up Ronan. I got to be honest. Yeah, you know, I'm, not com- I'm, I'm not comparing because it's not the same. But I saw the Hobbit, the first part of the first Hobbit recently. 
And that movie is really dark. I was surprised how dark and crazy it was. Yeah, this movie, no, I agree. Guardians, there's no way it's even close to as dark as The Hobbit. Well, did you see and the preview? That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, so, that's a good comparison because so, The you see Hobbit the is supposed to be lighter. Did you see the preview for the second one? It showed it. The third, I saw. It's the third one. Oh, it's yeah, the third. It's, okay. And I thought it one. still seemed dark. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. I mean, the original intentions of The Hobbit is completely different than where we're headed now. But it, the, what I'm saying, I guess, is that Guardians, to me, was not as dark as some of the stuff oh, that's out there now. Yeah. So. No, I found it to be fun. I mean. Oh, it's, yeah. Wow. Just and that, to, yeah, and actually, like, a good story. The too, possibilities really. of that. Are just amazing, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. So. Okay. Well. Uh, so. Yeah. Domestically, yeah. probably. Looking so we're gonna see. Range. This is gonna be like the Halloween costumes this year. Huh? It's like Star Lord. Yep. You're right. <laughs> Groot. Yeah. Adam can be Groot. Hey, I could pull it off. Yes, you yeah, could. Yeah, that's actually very true. <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. You yeah. should try that, Adam. Hey, I you think know, that'd be I cool. Do that. Now, and have the, one kid, of the have, have a kid be Rocket. And then you can do oh that. yeah! Oh, see, yeah, that's seriously. fantastic. Oh, that's, <laughs> I might think about that. Of course, the, the kids are gonna be like, "Daddy, what are you? What in the world?" Is <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I am, that's all you have to say then. Every time they ask you, I am Groot. <laughs> oh, that's that's, like, they're that's like, funny. okay, whatever. He's on this kick again. Yeah, you know, I'm so, always showing him Captain America and then, photos and stuff. And so what did uh, what did Jamie think of it? Oh, she liked it. Okay, that's yeah. the thing is, I want to take my wife to see it now because I think she would like it. We didn't and, put that. Like, Cameron, did you? Like, this is this is good for everyone. Did you say you went with your brother? Yeah. And what did so, he think he's, of it? He's a Stanford graduate, so he's 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 kind of a little hard on movies. So it, he really loved it too. So. Okay. And this, isn't this, it getting like reviews? Like, what does it have on Rotten oh, yeah, Tomatoes? No, no, no. Rotten Tomatoes was huge. I mean, it was like ninety three, like, I think ninety three percent. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's uh, this movie could just take off. I think it already has. I mean, they actually said it already beat uh, the opening weekend for Thor, uh, Captain America, and something else. Well, it's just a better movie. It's just funny. Though. You know what I mean? It's just better than those. I don't know. They really did a good job. I was really impressed. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think that uh, it was even far more than what I expected. I enjoyed it, man. I actually came out of there just feeling like uh, energized, not like Rocky energized, but just like I, had, <laughs> I laughed, and I actually felt like I had actually been immersed in a different area, a different place, and I haven't felt that in a movie in a long time. Yeah, I would just say it was refreshing. I mean, yeah. It, there's still some Hollywood in there that, you know, it's Hollywood, but yeah. at the same time, it, you're right. It's like, again, back to Star Wars. It's yeah. like the original. Oh, it's a good comparison. I like it's it. It's the original Star Wars theme that in the culture of today where we've got, we're spoiled by special effects and storylines that are kind of crappy because they're just using special effects to cover up the story. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, t- tell me, yeah. what do you remember more about this movie? The storyline and what was happening or the special effects? I'd say storyline. Me too. Yep. Me too. And that's, that is something that I can't say I, I've done in ages. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a big step. That's a big step. So this movie is delivering on everything I think that they thought it was going to deliver on. Yeah. Now... I- 
I gotta bring bring this up. Did you guys see it in 3D or regular? I saw it in 3D, and the 3D was amazing. Oh. Cameron? No, no 3D. Okay. We Did were, you? We were, uh, yeah, we saw it in 3D, but I was trying not to because I usually don't like to. I just okay. wanted to see standard. Um, I felt like the 3D worked better this time than previous times. Um, to me, the 3D still has a little bit of a, I don't want to call it. Gimmick? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a light glare that I don't oh, like to see. Right. Yeah. It's just too digital, and it just makes me think it's fake, more fake than a real. I don't know. It's, I guess it's the difference between real, authentic optic optics with your eye in 3D than it is like a projected 3D. Right now, there were some parts you can see, parts see, of, you see through it. Like I it mean, takes away the depth. There was a part where they were all sitting at a table together, and I actually felt like I was sitting at the table with them. Yes. I agree oh, with you wow. there. there. Those moments were the best moments. When it became action-oriented, though, it wasn't as good. No, you know? well, then, and actually, yeah. I don't know. I didn't even... So it wasn't like they kept launching stuff out of the screen at you or anything like that. Right. It did, though, add a depth that you almost mm -hmm. didn't realize was there. Mm -hmm. oh, so should I, should I see it again? Oh, yeah, I would see it in 3D. Okay. And even yeah. um, Connor and I went, and Connor even said... Uh, the the 3D was amazing. It, it changed, like it did. It added depth to the visuals that was going on in front of you, which is how Here, it should work. I have one one more caveat with 3D, and that is if you go to a theater where the screen is dirty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you can see the screen instead of the 3D effect, almost like you sh it shows you where the plane of the screen is in your 3D. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like actually. Soren is not 3D over in Walt Disney World, but Soren has uh, dirty, like a dirty white on the screen. Oh, definitely. Like, you know how that kind of like protrudes into the screen, and you can't kind of ruins the effect. Well, a lot of that too, though, with Soren yeah. is filth. It's dirt and dust on the film itself. Yeah, but I don't know how to describe it other than the fact you can see the screen, like you can see the white of the screen itself yeah. Yeah, stuck in the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now the one I was at was unfortunate. It was good and clean, so I was okay, and it oh, didn't good. show up. It didn't show up in this movie as other other movies where it's a lot of white. When there's a lot of white, you can see it. Right. Like you can see the dirt on the screen, and it's like, ah, oh, come on. So but, did, uh, you didn't see it in IMAX, though, did you, Adam? No, I, I was in a regular. I'm glad that I d we had thought about going and seeing it in IMAX, and I'm glad that I did not. Yeah. Because it so would have just. I think it, it I don't huge. Know. It may yeah. have been fine. It may have just distracted. I don't know. I will have to see it again, probably though, at least in 3D IMAX, just to see. Yeah. I don't know what I think of it. Yeah, I'm interested now to see what kind of Blu-ray stuff they put on it for the features and all that. But of course, yep. we'll have we'll have to wait till actually they might have it by Christmas. So. Oof. I don't know. We'll see. Then we could do we could do a spoiler review then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we could do that. Because it just came out now, we don't want to. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's I think that too, I, it's too new. No, I think this review has been good. Uh, I would have liked to have heard somebody give that without telling me about the absolutes of the storyline. Just, I'm telling you guys, that, and maybe for you guys, it didn't mean so much, but for me, the fact I love music of, of a lot of different types, and the fact that they didn't just make it, just make the music a soundtrack to just throw some songs in behind the scenes of what was happening but actually gave it a meaning to what was happening yeah. i love that i love that yeah, fact. and the whole marketing campaign i think every trailer had a song or something yeah well and it was that same hooked on a feeling song was the one that they used for the main trailer 
and I just kept thinking, yeah, obviously I had, you know, I had what, you know, I don't want to give that away, but, um, but well, yeah. I can. Can I tell the? Can I see the trailer that they had at Disneyland? Can I tell about that? That's the. That's when he comes in dancing yeah. to the "Come and Get Your Love." So yeah. that's. Just, oh yes, yes. That's yes. just how it starts out. You know what I mean? You just like it just kind of. It just puts it. It's like a like a story arc every time a song comes on too. It's like a different thing happens. It's just kind of cool how they did that. So. Well, and yeah, yes. There's people are gonna love this. I mean, honestly, the music. Is fantastic to just make you want to get up almost and dance and smile and do all that, but at the same time, there's huge meaning behind it for uh, for for you know for the movie and for the character. I yeah, there's just not enough I can say about this movie, and it truly is one of those that I immediately said I could go watch that again now. All right, have we Good said stuff. What, have we said all we could say about this? I think so. We don't want to drag it on too right. far, and then we'll do. Let's do a spoiler one next time. Yeah. Yep. When, when the DVD comes out. Cool. All right, guys. Well, hey. hey. Well, we'll have to do this again. Like, watch more movies. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's, the the sad thing is, is I hope that there are more that come out that are this good that I can say, hey, they yeah, really surprised me. But uh, unfortunately, I never. I have a hard time finding what I think is a really good movie. So, anyway, this was one. So maybe there'll be a lot more. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thanks. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, as I said before, we're going to be talking about the 2014 Epcot Food and Wine Extravaganza. Uh, and by we, it's going to be Cameron and I. So how you doing, Cam? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this talk about this because I've oh, never been to one of these. It's food. And have you eaten dinner yet? No, oh, no, actually. Oh, so <laughs> this ought to be a blast. Yep. Cameron will be probably chewing on his microphone before we're finished here. So. Yeah, I'll have to mute it a few times. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do, everybody, is just go down through the uh, some of the uh, booths that were just um, announced. And we got these off the Disney Food Blog, which is a fantastic place to go to for anything that has to do with food and Disney. So get over there and check them out. Uh, I think her name is JJ. I, I could be wrong. Anyway, she's a real nice lady. Oh, it's AJ. So, AJ, thank you. See now. Well, I think it's a guy. I think it's a guy. No, it's actually a girl. I've heard her. Oh, it is? I, yeah, I listen because they've done a couple like Disney food blog podcasts, and I heard her on there. And so she's oh, okay. she seemed really nice, and I've also heard her on a couple other podcasts. So just not on ours yet. Maybe one day, if you're listening. Yeah, I think so if you're listening, yep. Yes, yeah, so if you're listening, AJ, we would love to have you on the show. So get hold of us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Anyway, um, 
Uh, you know, and before we kick things off, too, I just want to let everybody know we're always adding to YouTube. Please, if you haven't, get out there and subscribe to us. We really need your support on YouTube, so we would love it. And we'll really oh, yeah, make it worth your while. new footage of, like, old yeah, Walt Disney World. We have classic yeah, Disney World footage going up. And, uh, and we're going to share with everybody, too, that after uh, Cameron and I come back from our trip, we're going to have 4K footage of Diagon Alley and everything else to put up. So going to be a lot of good stuff coming uh, coming your way. So please get out there and subscribe. Tell your friends and just uh, let them know we could really use the support out there on YouTube. So, okay, okay. on to uh, the Food and Wine Festival and, uh, and what they have to offer this year. So we're not going to hit every single thing at every single kiosk, but we will try to you know hit the things that sound good to us. And then you can go onto the food blog uh, and check out whatever might be interesting to you. So it starts off here with the Africa booth. And there they're going to have, uh, and guys, I'm going to butcher probably some names, so just be prepared. Cameron laughs even when we're off mic at my horrible ability <laughs> to make sense out of well, stuff. What's funny is when I correct him, it's like worse. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, okay, so beef, beef tenderloin tips. Okay, it's B-E-R-B-E-R-E, Berber style with okra, jalapenos, tomato, and pap. So anyway, I saw a picture of that. It, it is on the blog, and it looks pretty good, actually. Uh, and so the other thing that looked uh, interesting there was the South African boba tie with turkey and mushrooms, and that's gluten-free. So a lot of this stuff I noticed is gluten-free. So these things stand out to you, Cameron, or are you interested in this kind of food? No, that the uh, the second one sounds interesting. Yeah, the boba tie, and we're gonna have yeah, some I think of that. I saw the picture. Uh, Cameron and I will be eating uh, right after we first arrive and meet up together in uh, at the. Animal Kingdom Lodge, where we'll be staying. We're going to be eating at, uh, oh, tell me what it is, Cameron. Boma. Uh, Boma, thank you. And so we're going to do a live food review from there, the Boba Thai, they have that there. So so that'll be, you know, we can give you a heads up immediately as to what it's like even there. So a lot of people have probably eaten it. I don't think that I have, but it looks delicious. All right, uh, we'll skip over the American Venture coffee cart as they're just having apple, maple, spice, latte, hot or ice. <laughs> Doesn't sound bad. I know. Actually, well, that does not, sound kind of good, doesn't it? Well, on a cold night, the thing yeah. is, don't get cold down there. So. Yeah. Okay. Australia, garlic shrimp with roasted tomatoes, lemon myrtle and rapini is gluten free. Grilled lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies. Mm. That probably sounds. Do you like lamb? Uh, you know, I haven't had good lamb. Okay. I don't. Yeah, maybe I'll try it there then. Actually, I've always they have. tried it. Couple Actually, of places. I have a buddy who makes it pretty good, but other than that, I haven't I think it was Australia we ate before, and they had lamb chops uh, when Adam and I ate there. Uh, there'll be a okay. picture of them probably up on the site. I know we had lamb chops. I just don't remember at what booth, so it probably was Australia. Anyway, and I remember it being very good. It had like a chutney over it, I believe. Oh, okay, that sounds interesting. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, next, uh, Belgium. Potato and leek waffle with beer-braised beef. Sounds, Whoa. sounds Whoa. different. Uh, here yeah. is the thing that I remember that was so popular, and that was a Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache and whipped cream, and the Belgian waffle, Belgian waffle with uh, berry compote and whipped cream. Those things, I remember those waffles were extremely popular when we were there. I mean, there was a line all the time trying to get. Now, the when waffles. did did you go when it first started, or had it been going for a while? No, it had been going for probably I think three years before Adam and I got. I mean, yeah, before Adam and I got there. And went oh no, 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 I meant. Sorry, oh. I meant during the during its run. Oh yeah, year. yeah, we were there. Um, yeah, during its entire run for two days. Uh, I, no, 
I'm still, I'm not answering your question. So, like when, like, what, did it just start? Was it like the first date? Had it been going oh, for a couple of weeks? Yeah, no, it was, was the first, the no, it was the first weekend. Same thing oh, that's going to okay, happen Oh, okay, so we're Hannah. going at the same time. Oh. Yep, same time. So and there's so, going to be lines, huh? I didn't even oh, think. Oh, there's going to be lines in, especially on the weekend. It's always busy on the weekend. Pretty much I don't care what weekend you go during the entire because, thing. Yeah, the locals, locals. Yeah, locals yep. come out. And, and a lot of the uh, Disney employees come over when they're off work. Oh, and really? so, yeah, and oh. so it makes it kind of crazy and busy. And so I wouldn't suggest having your kids over there the whole time. There's other stuff to go do. Go right, because people, people are drinking. Yeah, people start that. drinking, and that was kind of, yeah, that bummed me. Whatever, you know, have something to drink if you want, but it's the drunk. Well, at least it's in Epcot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, next place is uh, Brazil. And oh. I have no idea how to pronounce this. It's M-O-C-E-Q-U-A, Moco, Moca, Moca de Pescado, Pescado, Moca de Pescado, Regal Springs Premium Tilapia with Coconut Lime Sauce and Steamed Rice. So, I'm not a seafood person, I'm not a fish person, so um, that doesn't sound good to me. Well, don't they have something else? They do have something else that you have been talking to me about yes. for weeks. Yes, see, because that's why I didn't even I didn't even know what you're talking yeah, about now. Because I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not what it is. <laughs> this is the what Cameron has been like a laser lasered in on the whole time. The crispy pork belly with black beans, tomato, and cilantro. Yeah, yeah, I'm and it, too, right? it looks it looks really good even in the pictures. So it's like bacon should be delicious. Yeah. Uh, they will have the Brewers Collection building there again, so there's all kinds of different uh, beers and stuff if that's what you're looking to get into. Uh, there's a lot of stuff there to pick from. So, Next comes probably one of the most popular kiosks in the place, and that is Canada. And it is because oh, yeah. yep. the Canadian cheddar cheese soup is there. Uh, they're also having a seared rainbow trout with bacon for say and for see and maple, minus eight vinaigrette, but... Here is the next big thing. La Cellier wild mushroom beef filet mignon with truffle butter sauce. Cameron says he's going to buy about eight of these, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's it's gonna... like it's like five, six bucks. Yeah, I think it'd probably be around there. So six times six, 36. So that's, you, you know, you get six of them, and that's the price of one thing you would buy at La Cellier, right? Uh, probably even a little bit less than one thing. A little less. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can buy six of them. I mean, think about yeah. the Canada La Cellier is two credits. On the dining plan. For person. I can only person. imagine the yeah. prices. I don't even want to walk in there. It's pretty expensive. I just wanted to go in there and order soup. And what's nice is I can do that now. Yeah, now you can. Man, they'll want. be ready because the lines are going to be there. So we'll get to... And remember that, everybody. Try to kind of take take note here if you're going to be there. If you don't already know this, and a lot of people might. And I'm going to have a credit card right on my hand. So I can yeah. easily order three. Yep. And I usually... That's what I do is take like gift cards and stuff in and use those. And just well, I'm talking about the magic bands. Uh, actually, <laughs> what am I thinking? Our um, tracker. I can actually take all of my gift cards and load them onto my magic band, and then I can just use my magic band to pay for Oh, really? Stuff. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Yes, right. yes. I forgot all about that. So, yes, you can do that. Any Disney gift cards that you have, you can give them uh, at their hotel, and they can load them directly onto your magic band. So, yeah, I forgot. forgot all about that. Okay, next is China. Beijing roasted duck and steam bun with uh, hoisin sauce. That's uh, the uh, Duck Dynasty from China special. 
Anyway. <laughs> Next is, a, uh, let's see, Mongolian beef and a steamed bun with chili mayo. I thought that sounded actually pretty good. Yeah, it does sound interesting. I'd take a bite, probably. I don't I, know if I need I've also heard that they, they're, they're pot stickers. They have chicken pot stickers, and I've heard that they're really good. Okay. Uh, they also have a couple things here. Frank, and maybe nobody's heard of this guy. Maybe they have. Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, have, yeah. He's the director. They have the Francis Ford Coppola Suyun Riesling and the Suyun Sierra. I don't know what those are. They're wines. Oh, they are. Okay. Well, okay. He probably owns his own winery. That's awesome. And let actually. me give you a little side note. Francis Ford probably Coppola. Probably from The Godfather, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, that's true. It could be. Um, a little side note about Francis Ford Coppola. He is the uh, the uncle of Nicolas Cage. Oh. <laughs> has nothing to do with food and wine, but I happen to You've think You've got to be kidding me. Is that true? No, it's absolutely the truth. Oh, I did not. Wow. Yeah. You got me, too. Yep. So Nicolas Cage. Is that, it was that Coppola that actually got him into acting. So, wow. yeah. And it's, I think his first real movie was, uh, oh, Peggy Sue Got Married. I think that's what it's called. And he played a really odd part. Anyway, we're drifting off. <laughs> anyway. we'll, we'll edit this. We'll edit no, this. I'm not going to edit that part. That's fine. We'll keep that in there. That's, this is how our conversation is going to be as we wind through the park. So a lot of it's going to be recorded. So just be prepared, everybody. It could get pretty crazy. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, desserts and Champagne Place. The d- Dessert Trio, Passion Fruit, Coconut, Creamsicle, Blueberry, Lime, Cheesecake, Roll, and a Chocolate Espresso Opera Cake. I think that sounds actually pretty good, and not I'm not like a huge um, dessert fan, but probably it's just a mixture of certain things there that sounds like it could be good. It could be way too sweet, but who knows? Yeah. Well, it's a small them. portion. You they might. do have they do have frozen s'mores s'mores there too. So isn't there a drink? Maybe that is the drink: frozen s'mores featuring Monin toasted marshmallow syrup. You might want to try syrup. that actually. Yeah, we might do that. That sounds interesting. I, I don't know. That'd be way too sweet for me, but like, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, we'll do you see. like s'mores? I, I like s'mores. They're okay. I, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of people like s'mores. Yeah, they're okay. I'm not, like, I can't do very much of something like that, but. Yeah, that's why on this trip, if anybody's listening, it kind of sucks because we're not sweet people. So we're no. Not much no, but we'll, we'll break into it a little bit. We'll try some stuff. Come on, you know, we can do that. Uh, yeah. Okay, the next place is the Farm Fresh. A tent. This actually replaces the Florida tent, Florida tent, Florida kiosk, which was there last year. And so now they've just called it the Farm Fresh. So anyway, they have something that looks delicious. I've even seen it on a video being cooked when they were doing the the uh, food and wine preview uh, for, I think it was a food and wine preview for Tables in Wonderland card holders. Uh, okay, so it's Nooski's pepper bacon hash with sweet corn potatoes hollandaise and pickled jalapenos there's actually a picture of it up on the blog but it does not look near as good as some of the other videos that i've seen of it being cooked at that event Uh, doesn't it look strange actually it well it looks strange in the picture on the blog it does not look as strange in when it's being cooked and it's fresh and everything within that video. I okay, yeah, because really that's good. what I, I, it's one of those things where it like, it looks like, huh, but then you take a bite and it, it's like delicious. Yeah. yeah, it looked, I thought it looked pretty good, so you're just, you don't like corn a whole lot, so that weirds you out, right? No, it's just that some of it looks like, isn't, isn't the, I mean, we'll talk about, oh, it's like it's a haggis thing, but oh, yeah. some of what the food you? looks, just looks odd. Yeah, yeah, it does. 
So it's, yeah. it's funny because you're just like, I don't know. And then you bite it and it's like, oh my gosh, this is delicious. You know? Okay, it's and then the neat. next thing is here, the griddled yard bird with braised greens. Did we ever look up a yard bird? Is it just like a uh, chicken? Oh, wow. I don't know. I, it probably people, is. People are probably laughing their heads off right now. <laughs> Man, these guys. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see here. Let's go to France. Uh, they're having escargot, which, oh, escargot tart. With garlic, oh, no. spinach, bacon, and parmesan. Um, Adam actually ate escargot when we went to France. He said that it was delicious, but I just I don't think I could. Because do everything sounds good about it except for the actual. Yeah, the snail. Snail. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got snails crawling up my window at work. I don't know about. You know, do you I, really? I, yeah, it's they're just like I don't for, know. Can... They're looking for moisture somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We need okay. some water out here. Uh, let's see. In France, they also have the uh, uh, beef bourguignon. It's braised short ribs and cabernet with mashed potatoes. That actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. You know, uh, I might get that actually. Yeah, actually, I think that. I don't know that, if I've had a good beef. That sounds really good, I think. And then they, oh, yeah, they have creme brulee there, but Adam and I did not have a good experience with their creme brulee. It was oh. the last thing we did at the end of the night, and the top of it, the car caramelized area, the caramel on top of it, was actually burned. Ooh. And so it did, yeah, tasted burned. So not, not real good. Um, let's see, heading on to Germany. Uh, Germany is going to have the pasta gratin with ham and cheese. Also a roast bratwurst and a pretzel roll. I had this when I was there, but the pretzel roll was just kind of soggy. And so, uh, and it's because that, that, that kiosk is slammed all the time. Yeah, it's slammed all the time. So that's weird. I don't. I don't why? Why? And they just because they, they you know that, they had because that dish looks like the noodle strudel which they have year round. They were also selling the beer and the tall glasses. I don't know what you call that. Was it like a souvenir thing? Yeah, yeah. But they would refill it. I think for a certain amount of money, and so people they were just swamped with that. And then of course, but it had like did it have like a logo on it? I don't think that it did, but I don't think okay. I'm not sure. Because if it does, we must buy one. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, there's a name for it. Um, anyway, so I think that they just they couldn't keep up. They kept running out of the bratwurst. And they kept running out of the strudel. Is it in here somewhere? I don't see That's it. That's really there. strange because you would think if they kept running out, it'd be fresh. But they mm -hmm. just they couldn't keep up with anything. And so I think it was they were just trying to cook it, steam it, do whatever as fast as they could. Oh, so, so it was like burnt outside yeah. and like raw. And the bun wasn't like the pretzel bun wasn't toasted as much as what it oh, should be. Oh, because they were just like rushing through. Right. Uh, next here, let's see. Greece, vegetarian masaka or grilled Greek cheese with pistachios and honey. I actually heard somebody talk about this last year and said it was very good. So it just sounds, sounds like such a every, diverse. Everything, everything except for the honey sounds good. Yeah. Which well, sounds weird. Cheese and sweet honey. Yeah, see, I don't. Uh, and then they have, of course, chicken gyro with uh, tzatziki sauce, which I you said. And didn't you tell me they had that at the? You can get that at Tangerine Cafe. Right. And if I was gonna go go up there and get to shawarma platter and get, you're not gonna get it in a gyro, but you're gonna get the same stuff, technically, and it's much better, I think, uh, deal for your dollar. So I would do that in a minute. Tangerine Cafe is a must. Yeah, you know, I want to try that. Yeah, idea. it's great. Uh, okay, we're on to Hawaii. I wish literally, but we're drawn to the Hawaii kiosk. And they have the Kalua <laughs> pork slider with sweet and sour dole, pineapple chutney, and Spani uh, Spani spicy mayonnaise. So, um, 
yeah, I think that, once again, odd pairing of tastes there, but it, it could be really good, too. Um, some things I'm just not familiar with, and so you try them. In fact, I just tried something the other day uh, at a restaurant, and they actually had a chicken and, like, a... It was chicken and other vegetables uh, steamed and cooked in, in a whole, half of a pineapple dished out, and it was really good. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe it'd be really good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next, hops and barley. Of course, the best thing to get at the hops and barley tent is to get the cheese platter, basically. And that's the artesian cheese plate featuring uh, cabal cloth wrapped cheddar, purple haze, I don't know, goat cheese, caveman blue cheese. So I've heard that that's really good. I haven't bought it myself, but I've heard it's great. They have a lot of other good stuff also at that tent, so it's good. Tent. keep saying tent at that kiosk, so it's a good thing to check out. <laughs> Uh, they also have the Intermissions Cafe, which just sounds like, I don't know, pretty much what they have is pretty standard. Southwestern Chicken Wrap, Vegan Trio, so it is something there for the vegans. Fruit and Cheese Plate, Side Salads, Grapes, Tuna Salad Plate, uh, Tuna Salad with Pita, Asian Chicken Salad, which was something you used to be able to get, well, when the Tomorrowland uh, Terrace was open, but anyway, let's not go there. The uh, they do have a keen lime tart at the Intermissions Cafe that I think sounds good. Um, you probably think it sounds horrible, but uh, so we'll move on. Mm. Ireland. Ireland has the lobster and seafood fisherman pie, which is extremely popular. And if you're into that, it's actually pretty good. And I don't like fish, but we ate it. Adam and I did, and it was pretty good. It's actually really? pretty good size for okay. what you, for what you get. Because um, I might, I I'm semi seafood. I'm not. I don't love it sometimes, but well, this really I, wasn't too bad. So it might be a good okay. thing to try. They also have a, a cheese selection. Reserved cheddar, Dubliner with Irish stout and skelly. Uh, here's, and they also have warm chocolate pudding with Kerrygold ice cream liquor and custard. So, yeah, it might be a good thing to check out if you're into that as far as desserts, different desserts. Next place is Italy. And Italy was one of the best kiosks that I could think of that I remember Adam and I going through. Um... The raviola a la caprese, caprice, caprice, uh, caprice, cheese ravioli, tomato sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, and basil. Uh, really good stuff. I would definitely. They were one also one of the the best, the most organized kiosks. They actually had their lines broken to where you could run right or left, and you could get the same food on either side. So they were serving oh, nice. twice the amount of people. Uh, it was much quicker than any place else we went to. Um, they also have a chicken tenderloin, cremony mushrooms, marsala sauce, and ciabatta bread. So I definitely would recommend if somebody's going to be there and you haven't been, go to Italy and check that out. Um, next place is Japan. Spicy hand roll, tuna and salmon with Kazan volcano sauce. If you're, I think Adam would probably go crazy over this. Uh, here's the one that I thought sounded kind of good, and that was a teriyaki gyoza bun. Steamed bun filled with chicken, vegetables, and sweet teriyaki sauce. So, thought that sounded good. Uh, let's see here. Next place. Mexico. Shrimp taco, fried shrimp, pickled habanero pepper, and onions on a flour tortilla. Here's the one that I must get. Ribeye taco. Marinated ribeye, roasted chipotle salsa, and grilled scallions on a corn tortilla. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> I think we both agreed <laughs> on that. Uh, yep. Next, Morocco. Kefta pocket, ground seasoned beef, and a pita pocket. 
I think they have this at the Spice Road. They have had they had the Kefta also. They've always had it at the kiosk for Morocco. At oh, Food okay. Right. I can that remember way back. I remember uh, Meandering Mouse. Um, oh, really? Doing a food <laughs> review. Doing a food review on the Kefta. Nope. And saying it was good. So, uh, let's see here. Here's the oddest of the places I thought as far as food. New Zealand. They have uh, steamed green lip mussels with garlic butter and toasted breadcrumbs. Probably for a lot of people, not bad. Yeah. Venison sausage with pickled mushrooms, baby arugula, and black currant reduction. And a lamb meatball with spicy meatball. I mean, it was spicy tomato chutney. They're three extremely varying tastes, which kind of yeah. surprised me. So, which, which I think though is still good. I mean, I, I would probably try the lamb meatball. I think that might be good. I don't know. Food, I might try them. Food all. adventurers would love exactly. That. Like, our foods guys. All right. Next is uh, Patagonia, which we figured out was Argentina, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, beef empanada, grilled beef skewer with chimichurri sauce, and whatever, bonito, bonito, bonito puree. Uh, and then they have salmon, roasted verlazzo salmon with canola salad and arugula chimichurri. Um, Poland. Poland does not have what I remember them having, and that was called like a, I don't know, I'm not going to be remembered if I go back and go back and look at the pictures. And listen to the show when Adam and I did the reviews from Food and Wine. You'll hear it, and it was oh, something like a—it was a pork wrapped in a um, cabbage or something. It was extremely good. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Right now they have kielbasa and potato, potato pierogi with caramelized onions and sour cream, sour kraut pierogi with pork goulash. Those are the two entrees that they seem to have there. Puerto Rico has a Caribbean conch salad. Uh, with uh, onion, tomato, and cilantro. Here we go. Carne guisada con arroz blanco. Is that wrong? Arroz no, that's right. It sounds okay. close enough. Slow, slow braised beef with Puerto Rican grown rice. Uh, that that's one sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, remember, everybody, we're not giving every single thing off of their menu. So if you want to see and hear about more, you can. The food go, blog. Go to Disney food, food blog. blog. Yep. Uh, next, uh, oh, make sure you stop by the refreshment port and get your croissant donut. Cronut. Cronut, yep. yes. Uh, they also have fried. Wife, they wife, also have fried chicken chunks with dull pineapple sweet and sour sauce. Oh. Yeah. It sounds rough to me, but probably very good yeah. for some people. Yeah, actually. Uh, they also, have, but they also have Dole Whip soft serve there, so it's nice. a good place if you don't want to have to get your Dole Whip um, over to Magic Kingdom. Get it there. Yeah, but you don't get the souvenir tiki bowl. In this yeah, and you also don't get the probably the pineapple juice poured into it like you get over in Magic Kingdom. Oh yeah, at that Aloha Isle. Oh, it's so good with the yeah the float with that pineapple juice poured yeah, into it. Yeah, everybody, don't go to Food and Wine. Just go to Magic Kingdom. Just get your yeah. Just get your your get your pineapple float. Oh, anyway, okay. Here's the, the one that you mentioned earlier from Scotland. It's a vegetarian haggis with neeps and tatties, griddled vegetable cake with rutabaga. Got it right that time. Nice. He schooled nice. me. Rutabaga and mashed potatoes. I thought that sounded interesting, and I think we're going to try that. I heard yeah, that because it, it looks good. like a kind of a garden burger or Boca burger. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But it looks interesting. Uh, Singapore lemongrass chicken curry with coconut and jasmine rice. I'll probably try that just that because it's curry. You know, I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. South Korea, another thing that I thought sounded interesting. They have a kimchi dog with spicy mustard sauce. 
They also have roasted pork lettuce wrap with kimchi slaw, which both of those sound very good to me. Nice. Um, and the last one is the Terra uh, blackened chicken breast, farro wheat and spice gumbo sauce, featuring gardein and chicken breast, crabless crab cake with pepper slaw, Cajun uh, romalade, featuring gardein, and then they have a chocolate blood orange cupcake with tofu icing. Weird, wow. but probably maybe good. I, I don't know. Yep. Anyway, so that is the selections, the kiosk selections that you're going to get when you go to the Food and Wine Festival this year. And that begins and we're, we're on going to be there. September the 19th, and I think it ends sometime in, is it in November? I believe it's in November. Yeah. Are we going to try and go that? Is that extra magic hours that night? Cause we can uh, try and get no extra magic hours for Food and Wine, but they do have them on one of the nights for uh, Hollywood Studios. So anyway, as I said, we will be doing food reviews, and I'm going to try to say more than mm, this time. So, which is <laughs> what uh, um, Roy schooled me on that and asked me to please say something more than. Mm. You gotta talk about the taste, so, the texture. Yeah. Uh, you know. So and it's hard though, man, when you're eating at like 28 <laughs> booths. I mean, we ate at 28 different places, I think, in one day. Really? I didn't. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it yeah. was insane. Oh, yeah, because those were a lot of shows. Actually. Yeah, it was. It was insane. Yeah. So, okay, well, hey, that's going to wrap up this segment. Everybody get out there, enjoy the uh, Food and Wine Festival, and um, and hopefully, you know, if you can't get out there and enjoy it, then enjoy it through Cameron and I. We're going to try to bring you back some really good entertainment, and we're going to bring stuff to you in video, so you don't just hear us talking about the food, but you can actually see it. And we'll try, I'll try not to put myself on the camera so that uh, you can actually Well, if anybody, food. like, looks at our videos and looks at, like, Trader Sam's, kind of that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. All right, everybody, we are out of here, and we will see you all again soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Okay, everybody, uh, I've got Adam and Cameron back with me again here, and we're actually going to do a quick addition to the information that uh, we just gave on the show about the what's happening at Food & Wine this year. And uh, the first thing isn't just generally a Food & Wine uh, thing, but I actually wanted to throw it in, and that is... They have extended the dates to the Epcot After Hours wind down party. And uh, where the date, the final date was going to be uh, September 15th, they've now extended it to November the 9th. From the reviews that I've heard about this, uh, people have really enjoyed it. Um, the only difference is in, in, the re, uh, in the extension, the one restaurant that will not be used because of uh, uh, Wine late, late Night's live event will be the Rosen Crown Pub. So the rest of them, though, just as a reminder, will be the La Cava del Tequila, Mexico Pavilion. And they're going to have in there Acapulco-style shrimp cocktail and tostadas and a tequila or margarita flight. So um, what do you think about the shrimp cocktail stuff there, um, Adam? I know that... You know, as soon as you said that, I was reminded of the one we had when we were there. I know you're not a seafood person, but I remember it. It was just fresh and... Spice, a little spicy and good stuff. And I actually ate sushi with you at the food and wine. I remember that. Yeah, you had a California roll. One yeah. of the California Which rolls. isn't, is yeah. that really sushi? I mean. Eh. No. Right. Uh, well, sushi is the style of food, but it wasn't raw. It was uh, right. cooked It was cooked and then cold, the one we had. So you didn't really eat raw tuna or anything like that. Yeah. Okay, so then we're going to skip over Rosen Crown. It will be offered. Rosen Crown will be up until the 15th and then not part of the extension. The next one is uh, the Spice Road Table in the Morocco Pavilion. They're going to have uh, this one 
actually interests me. The lamb sliders, chicken rolls, and Moroccan sausages, and then uh, whiter red wine flight. And this comes, the, it seems like the, the uh, flight comes with each one, which is part of it, I guess. Anyway, uh, spice red table. We've talked about it quite a bit uh, whenever we get the chance. Just the lamb sliders and chicken rolls and the Moroccan sauce sausages sound great. Um, what do you guys think? Good stuff. Okay. Did you did you guys did you guys have Morocco? Uh, I've eaten just at the Tangerine, but not at the Spice Road Table. Yeah. What did we have it? I forget. It's been a while yeah. since we ate it yeah. at food food and wine, but. Oh, okay. We had something there. Uh, in Some Morocco. Slider. Yeah, it probably was like a lamb slider. Yeah. Tomato so, chutney reminds me of yes. like tomato chutney something. Yes. Yeah, which, <laughs> what is what is chutney? I don't. It's basically just like ground curry? up. Uh, no, I no. don't think because they did it with a lot of stuff. They can make chutneys. Uh, oh, I, think I forget. It's, it's like a paste. Usually, it's yeah. A, oh, it's okay. like pureed or ground up and then pasty kind of, and it usually has a spice in it that has to do with the uh, the nationality or the area that you're eating from. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Last one on here uh, is the one that I've heard a lot about, and that's the Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar in the Italy Pavilion. And they're going to have cured meats, cheese, and Italian antipasta, and Italian wine flights. I actually heard that that was the one that I've heard most people have gone to, and they said that the food was fantastic. Even though it's just meats and cheese with antipasta, it's still very good. Yeah, I bet it is. Isn't that isn't this the place that's like the upscale Italian place now? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so. Um, yeah, I, I've heard good things about Tutacu stuff. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, somebody said to go in there. I think, in fact, it was Len Testa said to go in there. If you just go in and order uh, several appetizers, you can actually almost turn that into a meal because their appetizers are pretty hearty and they're less money than ordering the entree. And so it's a good way to you know, get filled up. On, on a lot of different types of foods, even though they're all you know Italian, uh, yep. different things though within the menu, while at the same time you know not spending near as much money as you would if you bought you know an entree or two. Very good plan, especially if you don't have dining plan and you want multiple people to share. Good idea. Yeah, if I could just figure out how to stuff more food into the trip that Cameron and I are taking, then I might <laughs> consider that. <laughs> I spend my night sweating over the schedule, trying to figure out how I can push more food into it. So, anyway. If okay. only you could jet express it to Seriously. my house, oh, man. I would help you out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I totally, know. Adam. Totally. Okay, and we also had some additional... You better bring him something back, Doug. You should bring him something I'm going to have to try to bring him a muffin or something. Bring him Bring him some school bread. TSA whatever, man. Take it from I, I can do whatever. Just, yeah. School bread's a good idea. Yeah? That's it. actually a pretty good idea. Uh, I, I wouldn't think I'd have any trouble. You think I'd have trouble getting that on the flight? No, just bring like, a little bakery box. Have I told you that Roy brought me back a blueberry muffin? No. Before? Okay, so yeah. it's so it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. From do the, school uh, bread. Do something from Norway. And it'll it be was, Roy's. Um, what? What was it? Boardwalk blueberry muffin from Boardwalk. He the morning they left, he picked Man, it up. And I have never been on the Boardwalk. Oh, we gotta go out. We're gonna go <sighs> out. Yeah. We're gonna go out. So just. Oh. Plan What's the on. best time? Like just mo- anytime. Anytime. Probably. Morning. morning is great. Yeah, Adam morning, morning. morning. You, could, you smell like the food, the breakfast. Uh, Boardwalk Bakery. Morning. Yeah. Boardwalk Bakery is so good. That, yeah, and there's nothing like just grabbing a muffin and stuff and sitting out at the table and looking out at the water. I actually put a short video up on our Flickr site 
I think it's out on, yeah, it's on our Flickr site of me just yeah. sitting at the table and kind of filming out over Actually, the evening is cool, too, with the entertainment, yeah. but evening is more crowded, and actually, it's cooler. So maybe Usually, it's... we're so exhausted. You guys had, like, pictures of fireworks at the boardwalk, and I thought that was really cool. When of you did that? I don't know. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was when really we were, that was when I was with Roy and Patty and those guys and, and the family, and we were uh, riding the, what was that? Oh, the, the car. The, the bikes? The, the bikes thing. Yep. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah. Have you heard that off. show, Cameron? I think I have. Ah, uh, well, I have to go back to it. Because it's they're, yeah, it's uh, hilarious. It's funny. Just the, <laughs> listening to the exhaustion come from that group just cracked me up. And then there's poor Patty, who was really sick, so, and trying to hang in there as a trooper. Yeah, so it happens, but, yeah. Yeah. We caught the fireworks on that show, so. That's really cool. Yeah, okay. those look neat. All right, so, uh, and what was the uh, additional stuff here, uh, Cameron, that's going uh, on I, at Food I and just Wine. pulled it up. It says, it's the Epcot Food and Wine Premium Package, and it's available for guests staying at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, it's, so it's from 12 noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Thursday, from September 22nd through November 6th. It's, this package will cost $199 plus tax, and it says plus Epcot admission will be required, obviously. it's uh, It will be included as an in-room gift with wine for those who are 21 and older. I didn't know that. That's it says a festival glass, a festival wine glass, truffles, a special Epcot International Food and Wine Festival magic band, and a $50 Disney gift card. I didn't know about that, actually. Wow. That's a lot. That's a okay, pretty big says, deal. Right. And it says, guests will also receive credentials for the premium package areas, which will give them VIP Okay, VIP access to 10 areas situated around World Showcase Promenade, where guests will be able to order items from select marketplaces and have them actually delivered to you from, like, any kiosk. So this is... I'm getting this information from Touring Plans, and uh, it was written by Ricky Nibble, so I'm just going to give her credit for getting all that information out. So thank you, Touring Plans, for that. Um, and what's the other one? You know, the other one is... The other one is the late-night live street party, and this takes place Tuesdays and Thursdays during the festival from 9.45 to 1 a.m. This includes six... Is it? Taste tests from and this food and beverages from select marketplaces, and it says Greece, Hawaii, and this is and dessert and champagnes will be served. And how much was that one? This one, uh, let me get down to the bottom. I think it was like $59, maybe. No, well, let me. It says a uh, live music, a DJ, other, other entertainment offerings located in between you. The United Kingdom Pavilion and World Showcase Plaza. The cost of this event is $79 plus tax. $79. Yep. I still thought that. I mean, because you're in Epcot until 1 a.m., right? Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? What? How's that work with bus service? You going to end up having I to take don't... a cab back? Or are they going to run I'm, buses? I'm, I'm sure they, they take care mm. of it. They would, yeah, have they... To, they would have to run buses. Yeah. yeah. They would have to take care of it. Wow, so this you is, just, I mean. You might have to tell the lobby or something. Does it almost seem like what we had talked about there a little while back? That maybe they're pushing this to start pushing their buses and everything to run longer and longer? During the day, I bet they just, whenever it's scheduled, they have them run longer. Just like, um, what you call it, over at Animal Kingdom on Friday it's only, nights. It's only Harambe Tuesdays nights. and Thursdays. Right. Harambe nights, just like Harambe nights. I bet they had the bus running for Harambe nights late, so they got to have that for Tuesdays and Thursdays at Epcot. So. I didn't realize that stuff about the premium package, too. I thought it was just so the premium package So, technically, the premium area. package is, I mean, if you use the $50 card for other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's $150. Bucks, yeah, right? $150, $140 even. So, 
Huh. Well, you, could, you could use that gift card to buy your first food. I don't understand this. So they're going to send wine or champagne or something to your room? Yeah. That's what it says. I didn't I didn't know that. That's no, really interesting. That. Huh. Yeah. Well, people and the probably... food and wine magic bands. Let's just they're starting least... to because they have Star Wars magic bands now. Did you see those ones? Okay, but... Star Wars bands. How's the magic band for this food and wine thing work? So it's just. Oh, it's just they just connect it to your my Disney experience and it just has everything on it. Interesting. It's yeah. just like yeah, it's just like before. So yeah, but it's, well, so it's, it's not going to be a separate band or anything. They can just no. add it into your current band. No, like what I was talking to the guy on the phone for our reservations, and he was like, hey, "You can use any of the bands. It doesn't matter which one you use. As long yeah. as it's connected to the app, it doesn't matter." Really? So you know how you we're getting like two of them, and I I have the annual pass one. Yeah, you see, you've got like three right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get, yeah. And then it's they'll just yeah. It's because just like right. like when you're in a room and you have four people in the room and four people have a card to the room. Well. Two people have charging privileges. Those two, pe- it's just like that. It's the same card, same stuff, okay. you know. And we're getting two separate ones now because of the two reservations. Right. One at uh, Jumbo House and one at All Star. And did you see where the All Star uh, movies, uh, All Star? No, I'm sorry, All Star Music uh, Food Court is going down for refurbishment. Wow. No. When you're there. You know, I'm, we might as well just keep throwing this in too. I just read too where yeah. uh, Ast- Astro Orbiter will not be up until a week after we leave. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? Nope. So it will not be up. Oh, it was going to be up right man. before we left, and now they extended right. it by another week. Hmm. Oh, it sucks. But People Mover really at least is coming back up. It's been under refurb too. Interesting. Yeah. They they painted it. I just retweeted something. They painted something. They painted it like red and white. Well, what the People Mover? Yeah, uh, I know that. Like, wasn't that the color of the People Mover when it was in California? Uh, it was multiple colors here. It was yellow, red. I thought I remembered blue. like pictures of it being red. And they white. had sets. Every set had a different color. So it was white, and then there was red. And huh, it was okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't like just all blue. Each set had like a different. I heard this on another okay. show, but at this point, it doesn't matter. No matter where you go, you're going to run into construction. So. Oh yeah, heck. It's horrible. I'd like, you know, I hope they oh, settle this down. Over the- yeah. Yeah, that one hurt. Um, well, because I was going to try and do video up yeah. there, and like just last time we went on it with my wife, it was you go on it first thing. You know, you know what I'm going to try and do actually when we go is I'm going to try and get a video of the double decker bus on top going down Main Street. I'm well, you know what? Let's also keep our fingers crossed. They may open it a little early. Just yeah, because you might get a soft opening. Yeah, which something. could be great. We'll be there for soft opening. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're talking a week difference here, so there's a chance they get it open. But I, you, you're right, though. I have seen construction walls. I mean, in every picture, it seems like in every park. Well, well not they're completely park. down. There's, They're not even up there, right? right. They're yeah. completely gone. We'll just climb you to the top of the tower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... All right. Uh, okay. Well, I think that wraps up this segment. So, uh, uh, once again, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. She bought some broccoli. She bought it home. She's chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli.
That wraps things up for another week, everybody, and I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back again with uh, more things next week. In the meantime, uh, as I said before, please get out there and subscribe to us on uh, on YouTube, and we'd love to hear from you at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Also, if you go out onto our YouTube uh, site, you also notice I've been posting classic Walt Disney World video. There's video out there right now of uh, Epcot. Uh, uh, Spaceship Earth is about to go up. We have um, World of Motion. We have some Skyway, actually, uh, video. And I think there's a couple others out there. So get out there and check them out. Let us know what you think. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you being out there each week. And so we will be back with you again next week. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the fun folks at theseamazingplaces.com. Thanks for listening. Check, check. I will be okay. doing check. Right. I'm turning to the chatter in Mission Space. Here we go, flight. Yeah. We're going to go for ignition launch okay. countdown. Here we go.